Welcome back, everyone, to Common Sense Choices, and I'm Linda Tupin. Well, today is episode number 21. Can you believe it? <laughs> this has been so exciting. If you've been with me since December the 2nd, 2021, welcome back. It's because of you that our podcast is having such bright success. It's your likes and your comments and shares that spreads the good news. And it's always my prayer before we start an episode that something that is said today will encourage you, lift you, edify you, and affirm firm you and even challenge you in these very interesting times that we're living. But the goal is that we each become a better person. And when we become a better person, we make better churches, better communities, better schools, and a better society. And so that's always our mission. Common Sense Choices is based on the mantra that you see behind my shoulder on that seven foot piece of art. It is, I am where I am by the choices I've made or I've allowed others to make for me. So if we want a different life for ourselves, our children, or our grandchildren in the case of today, then it begins and ends with us and the choices that we're making. God has gifted you free will. And as part of that, you've been given 168 hours and you get to spend it like money. Whatever you spend it on is what you get. And so today I take that very serious. You clicked play. That was free will. That was a choice. And did you know that you'll make 35,000 choices today? Now, most of them are pretty insignificant, but you and I both know that when we make a small choice over and over again, it becomes a lifestyle change. And so I thank you for clicking play and thank you for choosing common sense choices. Well, Every single episode is audience driven. And so today your comments are very important. So today we're going to be talking about grandparents and their role in the spiritual development of their grandchildren. So maybe today, why don't you comment either if you're a grandparent or maybe a memory with one of your grandparents, something special that your grandparents taught you. That would be kind of a fun thing in our comment section today. But when you comment, share or like, you're automatically in into the drawing for a special gift over at lindatupin.com. And over there, we have a souvenir store and you'll receive a gift from our souvenir store. And so every week there is a winner. So I am excited to announce our winner from episode number 18. Now, if you remember, we've been in, this is our fourth week talking about children schools, choice, and grandchildren. So in episode number 18, Leah Carta and Katie Ray Van Pagren talked about homeschooling. And I'm sure all of y'all were blown away. Like homeschooling is not at all what homeschooling was when I was growing up. And anyway, and so during that episode, we had many of you leaving wonderful comments. And so our winner today is, drum roll please. Her name is Alexis Daniel, and Alexis lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. So congratulations, Alexis. You'll get something wonderful from our store over at lindatupin.com. Now, what's over at our store today are items with our mantra on it. Our most popular one is our 8 by 8 canvas print. You probably don't want a seven foot piece of art. Most people do not want a seven foot piece of art. So we have it on an eight by eight print. You can put it on these little, you know, these little stands you can get at Hobby Lobby or Target, wherever. And we also have it on our coffee mug. And if you are one of my guests on my show, you'll get your very own coffee mug. And today I'm excited to announce a brand new item at the store and we'll hold it up on the screen here for you. It is a two and a quarter by two and a quarter inch magnet for your refrigerator. And guys, many of you have been saying, can I get a discount? Can I get a discount? I want to offer it as an award or a prize or an incentive. Absolutely. The answer to that question is yes. So anytime that you order at least five of one of those items, just use the promo code LT, as in Linda Tupin, LT20, and we'll give you a 20% discount. And that's cool. Now, for those of you who want to buddy up and you have several friends who want to order several things, I can give you free shipping when you order 15 of these. And here's why, because if I order 15, the manufacturer ships it to me for free, I'll just ship it to you and we'll cut out the middleman. And I don't know if y'all know, but shipping's kind of a big deal these days. If you haven't been to UPS recently, you might want to get in your savings account. <laughs> so anyway, so we, uh, we certainly are excited about our items over there. So be sure to use the promo code anytime that you order five or more. Well, for those of you who've just joined us, 
welcome. Please let me know this is your very first episode. And uh, I always like to interact with you. Now, we are on Apple and Spotify. So if you're listening on a platform where you're driving at the same time, don't be commenting. Okay, eyes straight ahead, hands at nine and three, and just enjoy the conversation. And I can already tell you what your homework is today on this episode is I want you to share this episode with as many people in your church and in your community as possible, because the wonderful organization we're going to learn about today can actually come into your church. So we'll learn all about it. But if this is your very first episode, I do want to acquaint you with all of our episodes. Number one through four was on the mental health. And obviously that was a big deal coming out of COVID. Episodes five through seven was on physical health. Episodes eight through 16 was on what does it truly take to work from home? And so many people are working from home today, either because they can with their day job or they're running their own businesses. Episode 17 is required listening for every woman in America. If you have a woman in your life you love and you care about, that is my integrative a functional doctor, Dr. Lena Edwards. It's required listening, just so you know. And then this month, episodes 18, 19, 20, and today we'll finish the series. Episode 21 is on schools, children, and today, grandparents. Well, let's not waste any more time today. I can hardly wait to bring back someone very special to me. You met her in one of my very first episodes. And today we're going to get to know her better in her role in this organization. She is the ambassador for the state of Florida for the Legacy Coalition that you're going to learn about today. So would you please welcome to the screen my good friend, Bette Vernon Pate. Hey, Linda. Oh, my dear friend, my dear friend. Thank you so much for letting me share today. You know, I, what a public service you're doing with all these podcasts, really. I mean, they, I've listened to almost every single one. So informative and so inspiring. And I'm just really grateful that you're allowing me to share what I'm passionate about right now. So, and before you lose any of your listeners, because they're not grandparents, um, (laughs) like you said, they did have grandparents and, um, you know, they could be grandparents in the future, but also they're probably kids in the neighborhood and at the churches that they can be a surrogate grandmother too. And um, remember that your parents are the grandparents to your children. So you can share this information with them. And I want to tell you about Jane Larson for just a second. She's been active. She's on the staff with Mary, with, um, legacy and she started years before she had grandchildren and she just had beautiful Malia a year ago and I have to tell you she's one of the most amazing intentional grandparents because she's been praying for that child before she was conceived (laughs) and so she also does for us uh, an online version of a first-time grandma shower which is really fun and really interesting so that's that's available as as well on our website wow Okay. Well, and you're exactly right. You don't have to be a grandparent to listen to this episode um, for sure. Well, let's just start by talking about our faith and and, and, and kind of our background. Um, I was raised, as you know, Southern Baptist in Southeastern Kentucky. And so faith was never a question. We were at church every Sunday. Uh, we went to Sunday school. We did Bible school. We did the Christmas plays. It was just a part of my life. Uh, uh, I dedicated my life life to Christ. When I was in high school, I was baptized in our family pond, uh, along with two of my brothers. And so, you know, faith was just never even like questioned. It was just a part of who we were. But I think as all of us, we can kind of go in and out of our dedication to the establishment, so to speak. But it's certainly always been a part of my life. And you have certainly done a lot for me, Bet, just bringing to my attention that, you know, because I think, as I studied more about your organization, I thought, you know, being a grandparent is just not spoiling your grandkids and then taking a back seat, that there's a much more active role I can take. So tell us a little bit about your faith. Well, like you, Linda, I I grew up in the church and uh, our little country church, which you visited in South Dakota, (laughs) um, was built right across from my dad's property up there. And my grandfather was one of 15. So almost everyone at the church was related. And (laughs) if the church doors were open, we were there. You know, um, I I don't ever remember not being a believer, but like you, as as I um, 
as I grew older, it was more about a personal relationship because uh, I don't ever remember my parents or my grandparents actually talking to me about their faith. They took me to church. You know, I lost two grandparents. I passed away before I was born, but I always knew or thought that my dad's dad and my mom's mom were Christians. Um, Papa took us to Sunday school and, and uh, my parents would meet us there for church afterwards. Um, but he read the Christmas story from the Bible before we opened presents at Christmas time. And we prayed before, you know, before, but, but nobody really talked about it at home. Right. Um, and so my faith grew, you know, uh, by myself as I got older and, you know, was a part of more Bible studies and, and, um, you know, so my faith has matured a lot, but I always, um, was in the church and and that's the way I was raised and and I'm grateful for that um but uh I'm just uh you know grandparents can pay uh, play a much bigger role and you know something that I, has been surprising that we now have a pastor's division at legacy and many of these pastors are just blown away by the fact that they preached for 30 40 years and they preached a lot about parenting, but they never thought to address the role of a grandparent. And now that they know what they know, um, they are just passionate about it. But, you know, it just wasn't something that they they talked about. Well, and I don't know, maybe it was just our generation uh, or, or maybe it was just the norm. I mean, we it's still, you know, my parents are, are still alive and, and, you know, I, I knew all of my grandparents and it was an assumed thing. It was not a disgusting. I mean, maybe something would come up and it would, you know, it would be mentioned. But that's very interesting. I had never really, I had never really thought about that. So your children, then they were in church. Then as you know, tell us about your children. Let's start there. Okay. And your grandchildren. I have two girls, and now have two more girls with Tommy's girls. They're beautiful. Um, my girls were um, well. The, they're married to incredible men. And the four of them are amazing parents. And so I'm so blessed in that way. Um, Brittany and Ryan live near Ottawa, Ontario in Canada. And they have um, William who will turn 10 in just a couple of days and Charlotte who just turned eight and Benjamin who just turned six. Oh, wow. And then Laura and David live in Sierra Vista, Arizona. And they have Kaylee, who will be eight in a few weeks. And um, both girls were raised in the church and they were both very active. And one still is. And her daughter is in just an incredible classical Christian school. And uh, she'll FaceTime me and recite the Bible passage that she's learned that week, every week. And uh, she knows that we pray specifically for her on Wednesdays. And so she'll tell us what she wants prayer. And, and just a few weeks ago, it was obedience. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, last week, it was to pray for her teacher's safe travel and that her classmates would not give the substitute any trouble. Uh, not your normal seventh seven-year-old. <laughs> Um, but the others only know as, uh, as much about Jesus as I've been able to share with them. Right. And, right. Um, and legacy has really helped me to do that, um, without alienating the parents, right. which can happen. And, um, it's just, uh, we've had some really, really precious moments and I, a lot of things have happened with them that I don't think would have ever happened if I didn't have the knowledge that I have through legacy. So let's talk about how you found this organization from your perspective, and then we'll learn more about the organization. Okay. Um, I actually walked into church one Sunday, and our pastor of senior adults, who I'd known for 25 years, um, he doesn't have kids, so obviously doesn't have grandchildren, but he said, I know you have grandchildren, and I know you love them. Will you read this book? And he gave me Courageous Grandparenting by Kevin Harper. And I went home and devoured that book over the weekend and it changed my life. But one of the things that stuck with me, just one, uh, was the fact that the most vocal 10% of our population can change our culture. And haven't we watched that happen oh, in the wow. last yes. year? And um, there are 30 million grandparents in this country who identify as Christian. That's almost 10% of our population. So what a difference we could make right. 
for our, not only for our grandchildren, but for our culture. And so we are passionate about getting the word out and just letting everybody know, because once you know, you can't, you can't unknow. It's, it's just um, everybody who knows has been so grateful for the information. So that's so, you, so you read the book and then what happened after you read the book? A few months later, we had a Grandparenting Matters seminar at our church and I met our founder, Larry Fowler. And before we go any f- further, Linda, can we just run that, that little video from Larry? about and so that they can get a feel for what this is all about and and a little bit about Larry. Okay, let's roll that tape. That'd be great. This is my declaration. I am a grandparent, but I am more than that. I'm a Christian grandparent. I believe in the Bible and in the God of the Bible. I've received the grace of the gospel of the Christ of the Bible, and I desire to be a lifelong devoted disciple. I want my grandchildren to do the same. You see, I'm a Christian grandparent, but I am more than that. I'm an intentional Christian grandparent. I love my grandkids. So I will hold them when they're born. I will cuddle them when they're one. I will chase them when they're two. I'll read to them when they're three and I'll play with them when they're four and laugh at their jokes when they're five. I will support them. I'll exhort them. I will cheer them. I will revere them. I will praise them, even help raise them. I will be there for them because I am an intentional Christian grandparent. Because I'm an intentional Christian grandparent though, I will do more. I will pass on my faith. No, I'll do more than that. I will perpetuate my faith. commit to teaching two generations. I will think four generations. I will ponder what kind of grandparent must I be so that my grandchild becomes one like me and then his carries on the legacy. You see, I am an intentional Christian grandparent. Culture says go play. I say no thanks, I'll pray. Culture says pursue affluence. I say I'll pursue influence. Culture says, you're old, you did your time. I say, not so, I'm in my prime. Culture says to those younger generations, you can't relate. I say, it isn't true. My influence is great. You see, my grandchildren need me, but from me, they need my godly wisdom. They need my Christ-like example. They need my faith stories. They need my earnest prayers. They need my uninterrupted time. They need my unconditional love and my God-authorized blessing. So what is intentional Christian grandparenting? Let me spell it out for you. It means I will guide grandkids with grace. I will respect parent roles. I will abound in my affection. I will nurture their nature. I will deal with the dilemma of distance. I will pray with passion and purpose. I will adjust my attitude in case I need to restore relationships. I will excel in my example. I will number my days. I will tell them my testimony. I will intentionally influence. I will never neglect the newest generation. And most importantly, I will give them the gospel because I am an intentional Christian grandparent. Are you? Okay, that was powerful. Intentional. I, I cry every, literally every time. Parenting. I mean, that yeah. word intentional was like, woo. Yeah, that's the whole thing is learning to be an intentional. Because, you know, people say, I'm a good grandparent. Well, what are you doing to be intentional about your grandchildren's spiritual growth? It is way, like you said, way more than babysitting them or bringing them to church. I mean, we can't depend on Sunday school teachers and youth leaders for them to be responsible for their spiritual growth because they only get them, what, on an average, if they're lucky, an hour and a half a month, and and it just is not going to happen. So it's what happens it's It's the same thing with schools. You know, we can't, parents can't, can't let just teachers and think teachers are going to educate your children that it's that it's a shared responsibility and so certainly something as important as one's spirit and soul i think uh, and their spiritual uh, uh 
upbringing would definitely fall on the shoulders of a parent more than anyone else. So, um, so, so after, Larry was the Larry was the voice that we were hearing in the tape. Right. Okay? So I had dinner with him after the the um, seminar, and I was I then we started a grandparenting ministry at our church. And I was so impacted by all of the information that a few months later, February of, of 2019, I flew by myself from Florida to Fullerton, California for the third seminar. This, this legacy has only been around for five, five years or so. And um, I, I don't know, I was just blown away by, by that event. It rocked my world. It truly did. And so I, you know, I had become an ambassador after the, um, well, I guess it was at the summit that I, after that, I became an ambassador for Legacy. And my job there is to find churches who might be interested in having a uh, grandparenting ministry, and then to encourage them, resource them, and support them in that effort. And um, so that's that's what I've been doing. You know, there's so many grandparents that, uh, you know, you get to retirement age, and, and you and I have talked about, you've always said that the, your best 20 years are ahead of you when you retire. And that's absolutely true. But culture says, you know, you're done, go play, you know, and we live in Florida, and everybody moves here. And it's kind of like they move away from grandchildren, or they move to a 55 plus community. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's time to play. But who has more time, who has hopefully more wisdom, more money. <laughs> and, um, and so we can play such an important, I mean, we have cards that say we're number two and next to their parents who are number one, um, being responsible for their spiritual growth. So we are number two on that list. And there's so much that we can do. And it's just, it's a, you know, there are even little children's books that are like grandmas are for tickles and grandpas are for digging worms. And, you know, like, really there's just so much more to it <laughs> so now the the ministry inside the church is if a ch if someone's watching this today because i'm going to ask everybody to share this with their churches right. and with the decision making powers within your church if a church said hey i think having a grandparent ministry inside our church would be like obviously filling a huge void what would that look like stepwise for them to become involved with legacy coalition well, they can become involved immediately and, and the resources are amazing. And I'll talk about that on the website. Um, but what it would look like in the church depends on the church. Sometimes it's a Sunday school class that our grandparents that get together to pray for their grandchildren. I mean, it does start with prayer, really. And um, sometimes uh, it's a grandparenting huddle that maybe meets once a month. Um, and they discuss, we resource them so that they can play one of our Grand Monday night calls at that meeting and then discuss it. And so there's lots of, it just depends on sort of the culture of the church, whether it's a small group or a Sunday school class or just a community, come by my house for coffee on, on the first Wednesday of every month and, and we'll talk, you know, we'll pray for our grandchildren and, and we'll discuss different ways that we can have a bigger impact. Now, I know because I'm on your all's mailing list that like there is a webinar. Is that what it is every week? It is a Monday night call grew out of COVID um, because we couldn't meet in person anymore. So uh, Barb Lorenz from uh, California decided that we could do a Monday night call. And uh, I've just been amazed by the speakers that most of them are authors. Um, many of them are artists. Some of them are just grandparents who are in the trenches with us, but uh, um, child psychologists psychologists, um, all kinds of different topics um, that are discussed on Monday nights. And so you know from registering that you register one time and then every Sunday night you get an email that tells, reminds you of the topic and gives you the link to call in. And then if you can't make it on Monday night, if that time, depending on your time zone, is not convenient, it is recorded and it's available at the replay um, for a week until the next call happens. But now there are, um, I think there's like 61 calls that have been archived on the website. And so those are available to go back and listen to. And I promise if you listen to two or three of them, you'd be hooked. <laughs> I mean, in a year and a half, I, I, I don't know if it, it's probably been a year and a half 
that I don't think I've missed more than one or two. And everyone is just, and Tommy's listening to them with me. Now, Tommy didn't have grandchildren and he's not going to. So he's adopted my four. Of course, they adore him. But he came to the summit at my church last year and he really thought he was just going to drop by. I was the MC for it and he was going to drop by and then he was going to go play golf. And he stayed for the entire two days and was just so impressed by the caliber of the speakers and the how professionally it was done and it's riveting you can't you can't leave there's just so much good information well and and i would say that you know the email i get is very professional uh the website obviously is just a source of, a wealth of source of information and so many links of various things that they can see but just very professionally done and you can tell this is not a group of amateurs these are very wise people who've lived a little bit of life that have put this together for sure but they're volunteers. Did you know? That? I mean, you know, no, like they're I did not know very paid people. We are on a shoestring, and um, and no offices or anything anywhere. It's just everybody working from their homes and and um, volunteering their time to to make this happen. So, how large is the organization across the country? How many churches do you all have involved? Do you know? I do not know. Uh, I do know that they have thousands of people that are registered for the Monday night calls, and that covers six or seven or eight countries. We have people in uh, around the world, Indonesia, I mean, just all over that have been so, in fact, this next summit, they're going to try and translate it into a number of different languages because so many people have picked up on it and, and want more. Okay. So obviously if someone's listening, that is like, okay, I would like to know more about this. Um, first of all, just at the basic level, let's not talk about the summit yet, but just the, you know, it's like, wow, this is interesting. I didn't know if anything like this existed, even for myself, or, or if I want to send it on, or maybe I'm that person in the church that would be able to help make this decision. What, where would they go? What would be the website they would go to? Okay. Um, initially, they would go to our main website, would be, which would be legacycoalition.com. Okay. And you can find out all about us, our mission, our, you know, what our passion is and everything about us. You find out about our events and how to get involved with those. Um, there is a store there that has the largest collection of Christian grandparenting resources. Um, I want to share a couple of them with you. These are promise cards. You know, grandchildren and mine are thousands of miles away, right? So um, I love to send them snail mail. Kids like to get mail. And so every month there's a holiday or something or their birthday or Christmas. And every time I send one of these promise cards and it you can fill in their name. So I pick out one that pertains to them. And then what I do is take a children's, it, they're all biblically based. There's a scripture. And so I go to a children's Bible and I write the scripture on the back of it. And then I am, encourage them to uh, save these. And just for your information, they fit perfectly into a Kendra Scott box. So they each have a Kendra Scott box. <laughs> and so I, I like to send the promise cards. Um, this is a prayer place card, placemat. I have it at my table where I sit at the table and it's a generic calendar. So the first Sunday of every month, this is my prayer for my grandchildren. The first Monday, the first Tuesday, it has a specific prayer. For instance, today is Monday that they will grow spiritually and they're all biblically based, that they will be rooted and built up in their faith, growing in truth. And that's from Colossians 2, 7. So every day when I sit down to breakfast, I have a specific prayer for that's my grandchildren. awesome. I did um, not know that was there. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. And I, you know what I did? I, I gave it for Christmas to my children's in law to the other grandparents of my grandchildren because you know it says where two or more of you pray so i want my other grandparents to be praying the same prayer for my grandchildren on the same day these are conversation cards and these have been really i interesting. have those they're right you have those? my thing yes love these love these and they get better and better as the kids can read now they're color-coded for age group so preschool, elementary, high school. And so they're age appropriate. And on one side is a question that you can ask your grandchild. And on the other side is a question that they can ask you. And as soon as they started to be able to read, Kaylee was reading it to me one day and she went through every single card in one sitting. Oh my. <laughs> but her mother was standing nearby. And as Kaylee asked me questions, you know, um, what would, uh, let's see. Tell me about someone who has made a lasting impression on you. How can I pray for you? To, let's see. I was trying to, um, like, when did Jesus become real to you? When did God become real to you? Or something like, what those kinds of questions. 
and my daughter was like turned around and said I didn't know that about you (laughs) you never told me that about you and you know that brings up a point because some of us deal with some guilt you know when we're raising children things are so crazy working and small children that you maybe don't have time to think that's why grandparents are so good at this Um, but we feel guilty about doing this with their children because we didn't do it with them so we might just have to ask forgiveness and just say you know what I did the best I could but I kind of blew it in this area and I want to do better with your kids you know clear the air with that so that you don't feel like a hypocrite that's very interesting and from the 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 calls that I've been part of a lot of it is grandparents getting rid of guilt of things they did wrong with their own children that they see now that they did wrong. But like you said, sometimes you're in the middle of just trying to pay the bills and get to work and right. you know make a career and keep everybody fed, you know? Yeah, we know not what we know not, <laughs> you know? So. But I mean, I, I do think that's a huge benefit for people who are want to be part of this or want to at least listen to some of the calls is a lot of it is dealing with your own mentality of like freeing yourself of stuff that maybe you just need to get rid of yourself. And I think it strengthens your own faith. You know, it just um, I've, I've found that to be true. There's a plethora of books on that website as well. Just so many books that um, you know, overcoming grandparenting objections, biblical grandparenting, the blessing, learning how to do a blessing over your grandchild. It was awkward in the beginning, especially for those, the, my grandchildren who didn't really know a lot about God. And now they ask for it. Are you going to do a blessing over me? And is it time to say prayers? And, and it's really been um, amazing how, and, and I, I send books that are on the, on the resources to my grandchildren. Uh, and uh, it, one was the Action Bible, and it's sort of in comic book style. And I wasn't sure if he'd be allowed to read it or if he would read it. And so when I saw him in February, I said, did you ever read that? Yes. I said, how much of it? He said, all of it. It's about (laughs) this thick. And I said, well, what did you learn? And he started telling me all the stories. I said, what was your favorite story? And he knew every story in there. And I was just blown away. Yeah. And then there's a, you know, there are children's Bibles on there and there's just all kinds of, so um, just uh, the resources are just, uh, when, when Larry started this, they researched it and they could only find four books. You know, when we were, had children, didn't we read every parenting book on the, mar- on, you know, but I couldn't, you know, 10 years ago when I became a grandmother, there wasn't, there weren't any books on grandparenting and I wouldn't have known. It wasn't even thought about. I didn't even think about right? like reading right? a book on it. So there were four books. Three of them were self-published, if that tells you something. And now there's just tons of books because so many people are, are realizing, you know, right. so really helpful books, really, really, you know, uh, the grandparent, the Larry actually wrote the one on, um, where'd I put it? I don't remember. Um, anyway, he's, he's got books on there about the, the, um, grand grandparenting barriers things that keep you from doing overcoming grandparenting uh barriers here it is and then long distance uh, all of these have been just so helpful so so and these are all on the legacycoalition.com website if you go to the resources um yeah you'll find them there and and there's 100 blogs 199 blogs on there that you can listen to there's uh 21 podcasts on there um topics like healing family relationships characteristics of a disciple making grandparent uh, leaving a legacy of joy, just all kinds of great topics. And then the grand Monday nights that you, um, that you talked about, you know, just calling into those every single month and sharing that with your friends, just getting as many people as possible. That's, that's where you really do get the vision and, and the passion for this is just listening to these other, uh, to the speakers and the, and the grandparents. So I would really highly recommend that. And then, um, uh, the grandparenting matters seminar that I went to you there's three ways that you can do that in your church you just contact us and say I'd be interested in bringing that to my church and it is um, to help you learn what the bible says about your influence as a grandparent and discovering ways uh, to strengthen your relationships with your adult children and positively impacting the spiritual development of your grandchildren Um, that's on legacycoalition.com slash seminars and it can be done in three ways we'll send somebody out to do a live seminar for you and that's what we had before pre-COVID. Now they are starting to do them again, but you can get a DVD or a download and do it that way online. And it can be done over a course of six or seven weeks, you know, in a Sunday school class or a small group or something. And then there's something that I've participated in a live virtual event 
that um, would be a Saturday morning that you bring people to your church and, and watch it online live. And um, so that's that's something that you can do in your church. And then you get to the summit. And, and this is just the thing that I'm so excited about. And what I'm really excited about is that when, when we were a simulcast site last year, we got to share our simulcast with other churches. And I found out about this church, Crosswater um, Community, up in Pontravedra. Um, beach in just near Jacksonville in Florida. And in July, we're moving up within an hour from there. So I am the on the ground point person this year for the live event. And um, they were so good. They took this and ran with it. I mean, they found us on the internet and um, just were looking for ways to, uh, to work with grandparents at their church. And so I contacted them and, and I went up and met them, had lunch, breakfast with them and, and uh, they were so amazing and they got so many people to come that this year they were chosen as the live site. Wow. And so we get to have all of this here in Florida with us, but um, is the simul we already have over a hundred churches signed up to be simulcast sites this year. And okay, so now we're talking about one event, the summit, right? The summit, right. And summit. it's a two day event in October, October 21st and 22nd. And the speakers are amazing. Among them are John Stone Street, Crawf Crawford Loretz, um, Miles McPherson, Ken Canfield, uh, people that are well, well known. And uh, some of them have been at the summits before. Um, John Stone Street is amazing. And Crawford Loretz, um, he's the sp favorite speaker every time he speaks, um, the, the feedback that we get. But a, a household name, a person that we're really excited about, she's committed. She just said, don't put my picture up until June and it should be up by now. Health um, permitting, because she's had some health issues recently. She said, don't, you know, just, she wants to do this. She signed up to do it, um, is, Anne Graham Lots, and wow. we're just very excited about her coming and being here. So uh, the speakers are amazing, and you know I spent nearly a thousand dollars going to California. Now I know not everybody can do that, and uh, we and we had maybe twelve hundred people there. We know we need to reach more people, and so that's why they came up with the simulcast um, idea along with COVID. And uh, so now you can come to the event at a church. Uh, and you can look on the site and see if there's a church near you. And if there's not, then you, can, you need to call us right away so that you can sign up to be a host site. Uh, but now it is only uh, early bird until the end of July is only $49 for a two-day event, which is wow. pretty spectacular. And then it goes up to 59 But we have had a very generous donor donate some money. So the first 3,500 who sign up and registration opened on the 1st which was yesterday, right? And, uh, yes. and so uh, the first 35 that sign up get $14 off. So it's only $35 for the two-day wow. event. So I would encourage you to go immediately and sign up. This year's um, theme is going to be being a 21st century grandparent because isn't grandparenting different? We, we touched on that uh, now than it was when we were growing up. You know, our grandchildren are faced with so much more and we just have got to figure out how to help them navigate through this world that they live in. And so that's going to be the, the uh, emphasis at this uh, event. And, you know, we want grandparents everywhere to be able to attend. So if you check the map, and, and like I said, if there's none near you, the grandparents in your area need this. And so if you will contact us, contact me, contact Legacy, and we will call you immediately and talk to you about the possibility of your church being um, a host site. And they will equip you. They will do everything. Um, you don't, I mean, it is the easiest thing. Our church really didn't have to do anything other than just be there. So, so in order to get information about the summit, the website is? Um, I sent it to you. It's the legacycoalition.com summit. Slash. Yeah, it's got hosts um, in the name of the, the website. And right. I know you're going to put that up for Yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll get that exactly. So it's up on the screen and then there will be a link. Oh, I have it right here. Legacycoalition.com slash summit slash host hyphen sites slash so but it's, you'll have it printed on there so we'd love for you to become a, a host site and your church will receive the streaming video of the summit and share it with everybody at your church but go to your church leaders see if they'd be interested to doing it um the ones who did it last year are all signing up to do it again this year honestly linda the very first event that i went to 
Uh, and sometimes you have to talk people into coming because they're like, well, I'm a good grandparent, you know, I, I babysit and you know, all that. And, you know, but when, or you'll hear people say, I'm so busy. I just don't, you know, all that. And the truth is if we saw our grandchild being beat up in the parking lot, we would drop everything and go out there and save their life. And right now, friends, we are fighting for their very souls. And uh, there's nothing more important to me than making sure that they're in heaven with us for eternity. And so this is so important. And I, we just need for more people to be. Well, and, and going back to the theme of this year's summit, again, for my audience, it's October 21st and 22nd. It can be streamed directly into your church. Um, and if, if they have a conflict with those dates, they've made it available to be flexible with those dates. They'll work with them on that. Okay. Now, let me, I've got two things because right, I'll, I'll lose my two thoughts okay, here. Sorry. One is if your church is not going to host it, can they just view it for $49? Can they somehow get the yes. stream? They could sign up for my church oh, okay. um, in Florida. You know, if they just go to the map and they could sign up for any church. And then after the event and see at the event, there's two sessions in the morning, two sessions in the afternoon, both days, but then there's breakout sessions and there's only one that's going to be videoed live that they will see, but there's actually 10 breakout sessions being held. Those are all going to be recorded. So when the event is over, they get all of this, all 10 breakout classes and two days of, of the event they will get it online and can listen, re-listen and listen to it and share it with their friends and use it for their grandparenting ministry, play it and, and discuss it. And, you know, they can play one speaker or whatever, and it'll be available for one month up until Thanksgiving weekend after the event. Okay. So well, that was my first question because, you know, it may not be available in their church or they may not can make that happen. And then I just want to go back because I think this is one of the more powerful things that shook me when you said it. So maybe my audience felt the same thing is the theme of the summit being a 21st century grandparent. I, I mean, I can't imagine anything more different than what my grandparents was able to impart to me versus what is necessary today for a grandparent. Cause you know, I have two grandchildren as well. And the things that they will be facing uh, in their schools and in their life, et cetera, just simply because of technology. I mean, grandparents have to be equipped to deal with the technology aspect of what their children are constantly bombarded with. When you said, you know, if you saw your kid being beat up in a parking lot, you'd go rescue them. Well, they're being beat up. And, and they're being attacked in so many different ways. But I think sometimes grandparents as a whole, they don't even understand how they're being attacked. And so mm -hmm. this is so good for this organization to bring it to their attention. I remember, Beth, there was a time my grandmother, um, you know, she was in her late 80s at the time and, and or maybe mid 80s even. And that was right when you could leave a message on an answering machine. Okay, so that's how long ago it was, probably the 70s. And she was like, I'm not going, I'm not turning that thing on. If they want to call my me. My mother wouldn't me. do that. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. You just keep calling until you get me. And I'm like, but Mama, a whole lot more people, you know, want to talk to you, but you just have to, you know, you have to let them leave a message. But she refused. And yeah. I think how many messages did, did she miss? Because she refused to embrace the technology. Right. And, and we kind of scoff at that and laugh at that today, but guys, there's a lot of grandparents that don't understand what your grandchildren who are three and four know how to do with technology. Yeah. And that's going to put a barrier between you and the conversation. You know, I, I, I was just, uh, William is about to turn 10 and I decided that when they turn 10 double digits, I'm going to write them a, a letter. And so I just finished this long letter to uh, telling him about the day he was born and the first time I saw him and I bought him an iPad when he was a few days old because he, you know, he's in Canada and I'm here and I needed to see his face. And so that was, you know, and I said, and we Skyped, that was what we did before we had FaceTime and Alexa and all those things, you know? So in 10 years, things have changed drastically. Um, Cause I don't think we even had FaceTime 10 years ago. Oh no, no. Yeah, and, so and it's, it's interesting that you say that because when Ren, Ren is eight, when she spends the night with me, the first thing she wants to do when we cuddle in bed is tell me a story. Tell me a story about when you were little. 
tell me something that happened. And I mean, I watch her face. You know, yeah. Because <laughs> just normal stuff that happened to us was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she, it's so, so hard for her to even imagine. But, but they do, they just want to know stories and they want yeah. to know. And I love those little cards because as soon as you started this, I said, I want those little cards. And every time they come over, they're picking those cards up and yeah. like, even my grown kids are like, these are really cool. I didn't know yeah, the answer to that. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and, you know, we as grandparents are different today than our grand. I mean, you know, you and I are coming home from the gym and stopping at Starbucks on the way home. It's not like my grandmother. You know? No, no, yeah. no, no, not at all. Well, bet this, I mean, I've known you since you started this back three or four years ago, and I've heard you talk about this several times, but I have to tell you, after listening to you today, I'm like, oh my God, I have got to get this information to everybody I know, <laughs> because it's so important, so important. And I'm so glad that you were one of the original ambassadors, I think, probably of the whole thing. Um, well, there were probably some before me, but I'm, I'm just glad that I got in when I did. I, it was about, I got in the third year that they were in existence and, and Larry, you know, was a pastor and in, in, um, Midwest and had a very successful large church, but he left that church to move to California to be near his grandchildren and, uh, his uh, vision, uh, he's just an, an amazing, we're so grateful for him and for all of the others who have volunteered their time to, to be a part of this, our pastor's division and all. And so just know that if you get involved, there's so much support. And like, if you want to do a event or if you want to start a ministry, I mean, we will give you everything that you need, um, to be successful with that, okay. but your grandchildren are going to be the ones who benefit because they just, they need us to be all that we can be for them. Well, uh, you certainly have inspired me and there is no doubt that you haven't inspired everyone who's listened. So your homework for my audience is to A, share this episode immediately with everyone, everyone, not just grandparents, but everyone. And then your second homework assignment is to go to LegacyCoalition.com immediately, check it all out, and then consider registering for the summit. The link will be there. And then for those of you who are involved in a church, please share this information with your pastor, with the people on staff who make these type of ministry decisions and let them, you know, let them listen to this podcast or send them to the website. But Bet did such a beautiful job and was so passionate about this that that, I mean, I would think that this podcast would sell this to a minister or anyone. So please, that well. is your homework. Thank you. We didn't play. Did we play the other uh, video of oh, the, you know what? We didn't the, play summit. the summit one, did we? Oh, well, let's do that because we want we, we definitely want them to see um, this will explain the summit. Again, the dates are October 21st and 22nd. And so let's 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 roll the tape on the summit. Thank you. My grandchild. You and I live in different worlds. How can I help you get through the unique obstacles you will come to face in a hostile culture, in a lost and broken world? How can I shine a light across the years to show you that God is faithful through it all? I have heard the testimonies of those gone before, of those who have kept the faith, passed on so that the generations to come might know the radiant, life-changing love of Christ. From the most incredible triumphs to the most painful failures, I can see God telling his greater story through it all. Perhaps my life has been no different. Can I tell you my story? Join thousands of other grandparents across 100 plus locations. Learn how to have a greater spiritual impact on your family. Hear from an incredible lineup of speakers. Find spiritual inspiration through worship and teaching and connect with a like-minded community. Improve your story and build your spiritual legacy that will last for ages to come. October 20th and 21st, 2022. Register at LegacyCoalition.com summit.
Okay, you guys. Well, I'm ready to sign up. And uh, I think I probably need to round up a church here locally to make sure that happens. <laughs> we need something so where can... you live, Linda. We do. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just a shame that some people don't have the opportunity to attend. And and you can listen to it online afterwards, but attending in person, it, oh, it's always better. You know that from all the, <laughs> the Zooms all we've the been doing. I've done in my life. There's well, nothing like being there in person and being there with other grandparents. So. Well, and other people who have the same vision that you have and have the same needs that you have. So absolutely. Well, I have no doubt it will be an enormous success this year. And Bet, you have certainly been a bright, shiny light to my audience today and to parents and grandparents all across the nation. And you're the perfect ending to my series on children uh, because, you know, this has been a month-long series. So you have been the perfect ending for me. Thank you. Well, this really isn't about grandparents as much as it is. It is a children's ministry. It's all about the kids. It is all about the kids and and that they are our future. Well, thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you so much for coming on here today and sharing your passion with us. And for everybody listening, if you have, oh yes, cheers, cheers, Miss Bet. Cheers, cheers. Thank you for the mug. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, we are where we are by the choices we've made or allowed others to make for us. And so we can make a positive difference in children's lives and grandchildren's lives by making different choices. That's for sure. And we're biblically um, uh, mandated to do so. It says, teach your children and their children. It's not a relay. We don't teach our children and hand it off. It, it's God commanded us to do that. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Well, thank you all so very much for watching this particular series. And later in the month of June, we're going to go on the road. I'm going to find my fellow road warriors, and we're going to learn how to pack effectively and travel. And I I think a few of my friends know a lot about traveling. And so (laughs) you'll, you'll enjoy our series for June because many of you are packing up and moving out over the summer, hopefully with your grandchildren. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you for being part of Common Sense Choices today. And we'll look forward to having you here in the future. Thank you, my friend, Miss Bet. Hey, I can't get used to saying that. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right. All right. Bye-bye everybody.